jig, traditional Irish song, arranged by a guitar teacher named Rob Bonner. I learned from a while ago. There you go. Right on. Yeah! That sounded good. Yeah. All right. Welcome to the show, folks. This is Two Lonely Boys in a Canoe. I am Chris Evans. That's Trevor Alstrom. How you doing today, Trevor? What's up, man? How are you? I'm better now that I've showered and I hang out with my buddy. So it's Shower good. tower. Showers are amazing, especially when you get dirty all day. <laughs> There's something about a real clean shower, too, man. You know, it's been yeah. a long day and the world's worked you down. And I, uh, it's just like hopping in and getting clean for a moment. I definitely appreciate showers. Yeah. I think as you get older, you appreciate it more. Like when you think back to it when you were a kid, you probably never wanted to take a bath or yeah. a shower. I was always the dirty Wash your hands. I, yeah. But when I, like you, when I was, you know, teenage years and I was having to do labor jobs, like I quickly learned like, oh shit, showers are nice. Well, I learned from like acne and shit. Like when I was about 15, 14, a lot of pimples. And, okay. and that's how you start learning that, you know, cleaning your body up is a really got, good way to keep the acne down. True. I got fortunate I didn't have that issue, but I just still would have issues from rashes where if you didn't shower long enough, yeah. so I was like, okay. I have a, I have a thing, cysts. Cysts run really heavily in my family. Mm. Um, so they're these giant knots of, of oil. They're like super pimples that basically uh, are underneath your skin and in the hardest places to get at sometimes, like in your butt crack and in between your legs and stuff like that. And uh, I've had to sit there with a fucking needle and a razor and, like, prick it and then slice it. You, like, relieve pressure and then you slice into your leg. And uh, it's just bleeding for, like, 20 minutes and it's all oil and stuff. My dad had that. It was gross. Dude, it's my dad and my brother both Uh, had it. He did it on his back and it was gross. And uh, there's a show out there called Dr. Pimple Popper. And it's a lady from California. She's like a cosmetic uh, surgeon and a uh, what's the word for uh, skin doctor? Dermatologist. Dermatologist. Yeah, she's a dermatologist, but she does like all these real crazy pimple related. Uh, uh, she does all these crazy pimple related cases, you know, with people with like really bad cysts and lipomas and all sorts of shit. And it's a little gross to watch her cut them out. But, like, as you're doing it, you can just feel, like, that person's relief, you know? And uh, I originally got turned on to it from the bonfire because Big J was talking about Dr. Pimple Popper. And I was like, who is this lady? And then I watched a few of her episodes and I was like, it's pretty nasty, but it's, it's, it's like uh, ASMR kind of shit, you know? It's like, ooh, it's, it's nasty, but you can feel somebody's got relief on the other end. You're like, thank God they don't have a giant pimple on their forehead anymore. <laughs> I could tell they decided to take that issue head on. Did it? That's another crazy one from Trevor the Quick Shooter. He comes off the hip with a quick <laughs> joke. Hey, at least you could say she isn't in a greasy business. <laughs> like Sammy Sam over here. <laughs> the rootness tootness goddamn rabbit. <laughs> that yo liver liver. <laughs> Quick draw my girl Trevor over here. What's the difference between a white and a black? Color skin. Uh, it's like, whoa. These are these aren't timed uh, jokes, are they? You know, from the 1800s. It's like, what's the difference between a chick and a white man? It's like, ah, all right, all right. We need to stop with these jokes immediately. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. 
It's always funny, too, I think, the kind of racist jokes that fly 50 years ago. Like, like you could do it in 50-year increments, you know? Oh, yeah. Every every uh, 50 years or so, there's, uh, you there's, some there's of the... a certain amount of the population that's like, that's not right. I've heard some jokes <laughs> on, like, I remember hearing, like, some of the early John Wayne, I heard some, like, native jokes yeah. on a movie, you're like... Oh shit! I always find it talking like, about a squad. Yeah. Like, oh shit! I always find it hilarious in cartoons because, like, especially in Looney Tunes, they showed some racist shit. Especially like I've seen some from World War Two. Oh showing yeah. The Japanese. Yeah. The giant buck teeth and the ridiculous glasses yep. they would have. The Germans. Yeah. yeah. And and that was the funniest part because I think they were designing the cartoons for children, but it was probably also for adults. You yeah. know, and it was it was relevant. Um, like when the moose cross their heads, the antlers make a swastika. Like yeah. little shit like that. Like, a little weird whoa. stuff. You're like, huh. But 50 years ago, 1970s, you know, it's still a little rough. <laughs> it's still but a little rough. But if you went 100 years ago, it would have been okay. Oh, he wouldn't have gave a shit. Yeah. They would have been like, that's this, the Indian symbol for uh, eternal uh, something or other. The swastika. What is it? What is it really supposed to mean? It's an I, Indian symbol. It's Indian, and we mean over in Dots, India. not feathers. Yes, dots, not feathers. Don't be offended, everybody. It's just a joke. <laughs> but anyway, Go but Redskins! <laughs> oh, you mean the Washington Redskins? No, no, neither the Washington Generals or some shit. Yeah. They're no, they're no longer skins of any color. They're the Washington no-skins, or just a bunch of skinned-alive people? They're the generals. Around. They're going to go play against the uh, the Harlem Globetrotters. <laughs> <laughs> and then they're going to go hang out with Scooby-Doo and the gang out in the swamp somewhere for to go solve a mystery. It's like, Sugar Ball Jones, is that you? And it's like, I knew that it was going to be a crazy thing when I rolled this basketball out this morning. <laughs> it's like, what's going on? In the middle on? of the swamp, you're like... What's going on? Like, hello, that's a, Miss that's Lady. The only way that the Harlem Globetrotters got a fan base is like in the seventies. They were just beating the piss out of white guys on the court, and then just fucking showing up and scooping the fucking the Golden State Warriors at the time. The Golden State yeah, Warriors at that time, because I know because Sacramento they came through one time, and I actually got to see them in the nineties. Right. And it was you know the nine it was the nineties so it was like late it was the nineties come on but it was before the Golden State Warriors are I mean, they're the Patriots now they just won again they're now the they're the Chicago Bulls of right now but at the time they were just a joke team that all those black guys were like well, let me do some cool tricks around this well, goofy think, white boy I think that the Harlem Globetrotters were set up when it was that big uh, there was the thing between they were trying to combine the NBA and the other leagues. Oh yeah. Yeah, it was like the there were teams that were getting bought out, and there were teams that were getting combined and stuff like that. That was when like uh, Los Angeles got the Lakers that were in Minnesota. They were a Minnesota team because of all the lakes, Minnesota, yeah, Minnesota and Lakers. Then, and then they moved in the seventies. So actually, Will Ferrell's doing a fucking TV series about it. Where he did you ever see Semi Pro? No. That's a really funny uh, I've movie. I've heard of it though. That's kind of based loosely off of uh, the. The NBA and the other uh, leagues coming together in the seventies. Yeah, yeah, they have a team called the Tropics. <laughs> it's something I gotta show you. I gotta, I gotta introduce Trevor to the world of Will Ferrell movies. He hasn't seen a lot of Will Ferrell movies. I've seen a few. Have you seen Talladega Nights? Yes. Okay. Yes, a few All times. Right. Yeah, I'll have to hit you with some good ones. 
Alright. Could do, uh. A brief thing for news. Oregon, the weather's still crazy as hell. Cloudy and rainy. It's starting to feel more like summer. And then it changes to 80. Well, it's starting to feel more like summer, I think. You know, it's just that in Oregon, especially, you're going to have overcast. Yeah. That's, I mean, it's getting real specific in the Pacific of the Northwest. Pacific Pacifics. You know what I mean? Ooh, here's a fun little fact. Hate bias calls up 2021 for National and the Oregon State. There's a hotline where you have reports for people are saying unkind things, and it gets reported here. And talk about in 2021, of course... African what do they do? They send the they send the, the word police? They're pretty much the word police. So what they do is they talk about... Yeah, mm-hmm. they, they were, sounds like they report to the Department of Justice. And the Department of Justice or Oregon's legislator get it. But it's the... Uh, the statewide is called the Bias Response Hotline, and it was launched in January of 2020. And so, right, pretty much, right when COVID hit. Yeah. And obviously, because of COVID, uh, hate People crimes didn't. against hate crimes against Asians has skyrocketed of because course, of COVID. Man. The they, old kung flu. Yeah, they they hate uh, Chinese food because they don't understand it. Chinese food and Chinese girls. What's the problem? <laughs> well, it, it came from China, but yeah, there's a lot of people that, unfortunately, they're like, oh, well, get out of here, you're bringing this thing, da da da. It's like, no. It's so weird because, like, you don't kick black people out for fucking having Ebola or some shit, something from Africa. But the diff. The di- <laughs> what was the difference? The difference is you have a lot more people that are first, um, that are like, First generation just moved here in this area versus like the people here that are like African American have been here like three or four or five generations. So, what you can't kick them out because they've been here longer? Oh, well, they're more Americanized, so people. Oh, so they're more American. <laughs> no, that's no, not what I'm saying. Trevor, I'm... you are digging a hole, bud. No. <laughs> no, I'm saying people tend to like pick on the new guys, is what I'm trying to say. China has and been I'm not talking about Guy while. Fox here. I'm not talking about Guy Fox followers with yeah, new guy. Yeah. But no, they uh, like to pick on the new person, and unfortunately, the it's just one of those things. I think hate swings in all yeah. directions. Right now, the Asian population is getting it right now. Yeah, but I think it's always happened against the Asians, man. They yes. were prosecuted when they came to America the first time. They, were, they do. It's weird when you hate a person. But you don't really have a super strong base for the hate. You're like, they made somebody sick. What? <laughs> it was the government that did that, not the people that came over. So yeah. yeah. No, and that's that's the crazy part, man, is that we're all just people trying to live. Yeah. And the government, especially when Trump was running it, he's like, the Asians. The Asians did it to us. I, I, I like all peoples. And Asians have always been really nice to me, so I have, yeah, I have no reason to. Yeah, be... no hate towards the Asian yeah, folks. No always, hate towards anybody, they've man. They've always been super nice, so yeah. And their food? Delicious. Gotta love some good Kung Pao chicken. And any Asian girls? We got Thai food by. sitting there yeah, waiting to get eat, man. By the way, <laughs> Asian girls come on over, we're all friendly. Yep. Yeah, we'll put on some dim sung and get down to some chim chong. I don't know. 
give them some of egg roll, if you know what I mean. Get some cream of young some guy or something. What if they're vegetarian? We'll figure it out. Yeah. Anyways, so, uh... what I got for that, I guess. Uh, went up 200%, apparently, for the number of calls in the last year. Then yeah. you gotta realize, too, Increased people had 200%, nothing better to do. A lot of people, yeah, were they hanging around. nothing better to do than sit around the house and call somebody Bitch. and say, hey, you know who's really got it? The Mexicans. Oh, we gotta build a wall. It's like, what? <laughs> you know what? This disease, you know what we should do? Hate on the Asians. What? It's like, you know who did this? The white man. It's like, yeah, take down whitey. <laughs> Just hate everybody, man. Let's hate and love everybody exactly the same. You all suck, and we love you for it. Remember, no lives matter. Everybody's fucking fungus that grew off of a plant, yeah? We're all we're all giant mushrooms. Or we started out as yeah, that, or just eventually fish that learned to walk and went from there. Let's put it this way, folks. We're giant fucking balls of bacteria that wander around and eventually die. Yes, and we have bacteria inside of our bacteria that eat other bacteria. So it's pretty crazy. So we are living, walking, breathing uh, fucking plants for the planet. Yeah? That's what we do. We, we move around, we migrate, and then we die. And, and provide our bodies nutrients. provide nutrients. Yeah. I always love the, the... That's why I don't like when you're like... Put away in a stone, you know, like a, a stone mausoleum or something. It's like, if you're dead, why do you care if the, if there are just worms going through your skull and you're turning into plants? Like that's I the, don't care. That's the best I don't part care. is that when you're dead, you're not gonna know shit's happening to you anyways. You're dead as hell. <laughs> I might as well do something useful besides just like rotting away somewhere. They got those cool coffins that if you die in them, they uh, help to grow back mushrooms. That's they're mushroom cool. coffins. Yeah, they're they're not that expensive. You basically die in them. They're buried in the woods, and uh, I think it's like after a couple of years, you just come back as a bunch of different uh, mushrooms. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, I'd do that. Hell yeah. Hopefully, that'd be just like some good. Uh, that'd be good. Some good psilocybin. Just get you high as fuck. I don't know if they have uh, you know psilocybin based uh, caskets, but that would be kind of interesting. Yeah, you know, getting a trip uh, on your buddy's dead body. There you go. There's an idea. There's an idea. Psilocybin caskets. We named it. We we, we got it. Yep. Psilocybin Patent caskets. pending. Patent yep. pending. I like where we're going. And it all started from uh, people hating on Asians more. Anyways. Another random topic. Eugene Somebody Hall. once told me the Asian's gonna roll me. An egg roll I love to eat in sheds. Oh. <laughs> nice. <laughs> the world's falling. Yeah, no. There's well, a garbage truck yeah. outside or something. Folks, that's like the world. The world's Folks, there's a truck trailer that just sounded like it was swinging <laughs> up and down three lanes of traffic. Holy shit. That's what it sounded like, folks. And by the way, that does happen, and we live in a spot with a lot of traffic that goes right We just by. live next to a very busy yes. street. And, we, and we have a university and a hospital across the street <laughs> from us and a whole bunch of other businesses. <laughs> and you have random people in the streets yelling, so... Yeah, you'll hear throughout our episodes random noises. That's just the... Random episode noises. Yeah, it's just alleyway ambience, you can say. 
Yeah. We do have a lot of crazy shit that goes on around here. Like right outside the window. Oh, Remember right. when that girl got attacked by that alien? <laughs> that was the best time. That was a wild it's the Thursday. The best of times, it was the worst of times. That was a wild Thursday right there. Oh, yeah, Eugene home prices rise in June as market remains hot. <laughs> Medium Trevor, home prices. Stop reading fucking local news, man. Yeah. Nobody cares about this Shh, stuff. We can make jokes off it. <laughs> Median list home price in June was up 11.7% from June 2021. Um, average home, 1,700 square feet, listed for $299 per square foot. What if I just want one square foot? Then you're an asshole. I just want one square foot. I want my box, and I want to be able to sit in my box. (laughs) You're too big a boy to do that. You're probably going to need at least four or five. Five square feet. Yeah. You're going to eventually want to lay down, so you just were like, I'll take take ten square feet so I can stretch a little bit. They're like, you don't want the whole house? Nope. Just ten feet. That's it. I want to be able to lay down and stand up. I don't need any more else. Imagine if you literally just measured out. Like 10 square feet. And They're like, like right. sir, we don't sell houses that way. I'm like, what do you want to do? You want to make a deal or you want to sit on this thing forever? You can either sell 10 square feet at a time or no. <laughs> so, yeah, for so for like $3,000, like, yep, here you go. 10 I square feet. $3,000 would get you 10 square feet. Like, all right, this is well, me I, right here. I think it's crazy, too, because, like, owning a home is a really cool idea. But I think it's an idea that's going... The way of like our parents and shit, and social security. People and, can't afford to yeah. continuously buy and pay into homes, especially with people making less, yeah. and you know interest rates and prices going up constantly. They say that we're on the road to another recession here pretty soon, which is going to be interesting, because we've lent out a ton of money in the last couple of years. Yep. We've signed like a bunch Italy's, of checks. Yeah. We've signed a bunch of checks, and we got a ton of issues with. Uh, foreign fuel right now yeah you know. the war in ukraine and russia has definitely made uh, oil prices go up food prices go up and all kinds of other things and the way it's looking this isn't going to be over anytime and COVID soon. happened too which didn't help well all. the way it's looking this war isn't going to be over anytime soon and it's going to go on at least through the end of the year so you know this war could be another couple years here and if it keeps going the way it is, man, you'll be paying fucking nine dollars for a gallon of gas before you know it. Yeah. And then we'll see what the American economy is looking like. <laughs> yeah. Fucking eggs are four dollars. Gallon of milk's eight bucks. Women are just eating their babies like in the Old Testament. Just, I don't know. Maybe. Nutrients. Midnight dumpster baby. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, uh, if you want, I can keep talking about the upcoming shows. I know tonight there's a big uh, black metal show at John Henry's Bar for 12 bucks. Starts at 9. It's like 9. You going, Trevor? No. It's called... I'm, I'm here doing this with you right now, Oh, ah, but I, I mean... But, but it's called... In like the nine, time the podcast it, is done, you can get ready and yeah, go jam your life away. I'm too tired. Trevor's I'll like, be, fuck that noise. Too tired. No, it's good. I mean, it's gonna be Black Bull, like Ninth Planet. That's how you know you're something. getting older. Is you'd rather not go to a yeah. rock show. You'd rather stay home Dude. and get a blowjob from a hot girl and, and play guitar. Yeah. No, I mean like before COVID. I mean that was long enough ago. Three years when I had a little more energy. 
that yeah even after I worked a hard physical job all day I'd be like let's go to the show now it's like well it's it's crazy too because In like three years that's people happened. weren't able to go out for so long people got real anxious to go out and mm-hmm. then when they were able to go back out shit wasn't the same like there were mass protocols and you had to be vaccinated and like stuff was still just can, too weird let's put it this way it's people at shows now are still a lot more like distant than they were before covid of course. i noticed it like so that's an effect that i've noticed is that like when i'm at work we're fine but i've i have noticed that on the bus and like going out in public people are still used to like being more social which is weird. And also, you have cell phones that distract everyone all the goddamn time. So, if you didn't have cell phones, people would probably talk to each other a little bit more. Yeah. It seems like now, a lot of times, if someone's not talking, there's a good chance they're on their phone. I think people are just becoming less social. Which is crazy, because there's more people. Yeah, but people don't want to be social with people. They use the internet or other things. They want to feel safe while they're being social. And meeting people out in public these days, it's a hard thing to do and it feel is. safe while you're doing it. You know? I don't care if it feels safe because... Well, you're also a man and you're yeah. also uh, larger. You know, like I don't feel... 99% of the time in my life, I never fear going anywhere because I'm a white dude, first of all. And I'm pretty large, you know. So, like, not a lot of people are going to fuck with me or try to start shit. So, it, it's... One of those things where, like, you got to put yourself in the shoes of a five-foot-something girl that weighs 95 pounds. Yeah. You know, like, being on the bus, maybe being in her phone is the safest place for her. And I, I get that. I get that. Because if a guy, like, your size or my size is sitting next to you, like, like hey, imagine, Yeah, and imagine, yeah. like, if it wasn't us, and obviously we're okay people, but it's a drunk fucking, you know, homeless person. Or it's a crazy, you know, person in general. And they're just like, hey, what or are some you doing? Drunk, some drunk college bro that's like, hey, hold my hot dog. I mean, my penis in your mouth. Yeah. Oh, shit. No, and, and that's where it's like, I get why people don't want to be as social, you know? But I think that there's places where that kind of goes away, too. Like a beach, you know? Like a beach is more like you'll fucking interact with people you wouldn't normally. When we were out floating uh, yeah. a few days ago, we met those people that were floating on the, the uh, picnic table. We yeah. talked about we talked about yeah. it on the podcast. The, the picnic yeah. table that was all hooked Dude, up to fifty-five gallon that. barrels. Would you be willing to try that with me sometime? We still need to get our uh, jet-powered okay. uh, uh, inner that. tubes. We haven't talked about that yet. So I got an idea for a really badass inner tube. I was sitting in an inner tube recently just chilling on a lake and I was frustrated a little bit because I couldn't move around as quickly, you know, because you're, you're obviously on your back like a turtle and shit. Or a fucking otter trying Something. to crack open a shell. Like, yeah. God damn, I want food. But I looked up, there's a s- small jet, not jet powered, small uh, battery powered uh, inner tubes that you can ride around in the pool in. But I was like, why don't we take it up another step, go to a hobby store, and find like a giant propeller, and then hook it up to a few lithium batteries, and then you'll have a lot of power to work with, you know? And all you need to do is find a way to strap it to the bottom of the inner tube, yeah. So we got a we gotta patent this uh, super, super high-powered inner tube idea. <laughs> I want a boat slash inner tube. And then we'll move up to a picnic table of plastic barrels. Yeah. Can you imagine if you had a... Well, that seems simpler. That's only ratchet straps and barrels. I've never seen that done before, even really? heard of it. 
Really? A picnic bench? You've heard You've of? never seen people float shit yes. before? Yes, I have. So a big thing that people use when they float stuff are just barrels. Because yeah. you can hold a lot yes. of air in them, and they're very buoyant. I've seen people. I've seen people latch uh, pallets to them before. You can do pallets. You can do whatever. Yeah. But um, there's a lot of those. Well, there's a lot of those in college, like things. They'll have like a, a you know, lagoon race or some yeah, shit, and they'll have speckle. a bunch of weird built, uh, made, you know. Uh, not seaworthy anything that are just hooked up with straps I mean, uh, and barrels. non-ocean, not not sea. They might think yeah. a bunch of national socialists are just roaming around on the water. Right they have now. that. Uh, they have that contest, the Red Bull contest, the Flutog. Yeah, yeah, where it's supposed to be like an airplane slash boat. You know? <laughs> Hell yeah! Yeah, I thought that was pretty cool. You ready for your album review, man? Yes. I see you sitting there. I'm ready. All right, so. My own review is for a band called The Wicked Tinkers, and they use... What are uh, they called? The Wicked, like, mean... The Wicked Tinkers. Wicked, wicked... The Wicked, like, wicked, like, evil... The Wicked Tinkerers. Tinkers, like... They, tinkers. They, they, they tinker things. and they tinker. Yeah, The Wicked Tinkers. They're, tinkers they're, and the tinkers. They're originally in the California, Los Angeles area, but they started in the 90s. I've actually seen them a bunch of times when I was younger... I would go to the uh, the Scottish Games in Woodland, and it would usually be like five, six bucks. Or How cheap. cool are the Scottish Games, dude? <laughs> you and I should go to one. Yeah, we should. we should. I, I want to do a I caber. Love that I want to toss a caber. Yeah, I want to. I went uh, uh, right before I left Sacramento. I went, and it was. I went with a bunch of friends, and we got high and stoned. Just got high and drunk, and just hung out. And you just watched like. We had uh, Roman reenactors because the Romans did fight the Celtics way back in the day. Mm -hmm. So I love that they had Roman guys who were like, they were the original bad guys of Britain before, before the Germans, before the French, before any, before you know the Vikings or the the the, or the Angles, everyone else. You had the good old Romans who were like, hey, they were still holding on to their civilization and society. Mm -hmm. And they were like, we'll be damned if this new generation's going to push us out. Yeah, well, Julius Caesar's was the at his many, many successful campaigns, but one of the ones he helped lead was Julius Caesar helped lead with Pompey, the, the uh, Romans, and they took over the southern part of Britain. I don't know why I just put this together in my stoned brain, but when you said many men and you said Julius Caesar, I just thought of Julius Caesar singing 50 Cent's Many Men. He's like, many men. Wish death upon me, blooded on homie. I can't see. It's just little. It's little Caesar. It's Julius Caesar. He's like many men. Wish death upon me, blooded on homie. I can't Eat see. Two Brutus. Yeah, yeah. Nine guys are stabbing you in a fancy. They're trying to take my life away. Many men. I like how we went from whatever we were talking about from inner tubes. We were talking about this, and then we were talking no, about that, tubes. and then we were talking about Julius this. Caesar. Anyway, talk about my roll, album man. review. My album review. This is going to be a good episode. Wicked Tinkerers, folks. Alright. So anyways, Bronze Age, uh, is Bronze Age Celtic band, they, because back in the Bronze Age, you still had, uh, they found didgeridoos. Didgeridoos and didgeridoos. Yep. They didgeridoos, and then of course, bagpipes, which originally came from the Middle East, I found out recently bagpipes started in the Middle East and made their way up to the British Isles, mm. and then it got around the early Dark Ages. 
because there were because there was a lot of trade that even eventually. All right, from Trevor, get to the point, man. You right. through a history lesson to I'm do an sorry. album review. I apologize. <laughs> no, you don't. You're like, I gotta let some history in here too. Fuck you, ads. You're trash. I'm gonna do it for you, Trevor. Why don't you get YouTube Prime? Yeah, <laughs> YouTube Red, I think it's called. That's all you gotta sing is that cat's name. So if you don't know, ask your neighbor. Most of these are them when they go and tour live. So yeah. these are all live, them playing. Oh, the dude, I can see me at some show and the bagpipe comes dude. on and everybody's like, Bah! Dude, it's it's like a bunch of like random hippies and rednecks that get trashed. That's that's an un, unknown uh, alliance that a lot of people don't realize. Rednecks is that hippies, and hippies and rednecks aren't that different. They 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 both like politically to, viewed maybe, but, but that's about they it. They believe in a lot of the same shit. They both like to do a lot of stuff outdoors. That's mm-hmm. why like a lot of the weed growers in Humboldt, it was like, besides cartels, besides cartels and shit, it was hippies or it was rednecks. Yep. For money. Yep. So, I always flirt that line. I'm not quite too hippie, but I'm yeah. not quite too redneck. I'm that. I'm that <laughs> I'm, way I'm too. I'm finding that weird balance. <laughs> I do the same and. You have to, honestly. But anyways, well, I, think, t- I think you can be just about whoever you want to be, but you got to be white in this country to know. Wow, <laughs> but the point is, the end of the song, he talked about, oh, shit, you guys are uh, slam dancing to Highland music. So I guess people were moshing to this song. Yeah. And I've actually I seen... I see some moshing. I've seen people watch this, but yeah, it's... A, Wicked Tinkers, the name of the album is called Banger for Breakfast. Yeah. Banger's a traditional English meal. Bangers and mash. Yeah, bangers and mash with, I think it's egg, sausage, yeah. potatoes. English breakfast. But this is called Banger for Breakfast, and it's band against Wicked Tinkers, and I've seen them live many times, and they've been fucking awesome every time. Good job, Trevor. I really like that pick, man. Dude, I will send you this link. Hell yeah, I like it. It's Wicked Tinkers, let's go. Wicked Tinkerers. Yeah, I had a crazy idea for. Uh, I need to find an artist that is really good at interpreting art, because I always have interesting art ideas, but I'm not a good artist. <laughs> you know, like I can't draw, I can't paint, you know, all that shit. <laughs> I can draw a little bit. I can't draw for shit. Man. I can draw. I just haven't done it regularly. Yeah, we should have a drawing contest one day. And just like draw something. You've seen me draw. Yeah, you can draw pretty good. You're a good tracer. No, I draw. I freehand that. I trace everything. I freehand. I have traced certain things, but I usually, what I do is, I've been drawing a long time. I've actually been drawing since I was like six or seven. I hope so. Yeah. 
No, I, Trevor's like, I picked up drawing in my late teens. It's like, what? <laughs> well, I, I did actually, one of my favorite classes I took at community college was a drawing class. Okay. That was dope. And I, I, got, I did well, I got an A in it, and it was, I liked it because you would just, get, you'd really have a table. There'd be like the, the classic bowl of fruit thing. It yeah. was all fake fruit, like the classic thing. And I would have you do it with like, you would draw it and then you would, then you would have you do the same thing, but then you draw it with charcoal. Yeah, and you do different mediums. You do different mediums. And that was fucking awesome. Watercolors. Yeah, watercolors too were cool. Watercolors are always fun because they yeah. rinse real easy. One of my favorite things to, when I did the watercolor thing to draw is I tried the, uh, the traditional Japanese one with the trees. I need so to, calming, dude. It was so if relaxing. If we ever uh, take a trip to Florida, I need to introduce you to my stepmom because she loves painting. She paints like everything. So I think you would you would have a fucking fun time uh, yeah. doing art with her. Fucking, but here was my idea for, for my piece of art. Sorry. No, you're fine. I, I was building up to it. So the idea is it's kind of like a, a sketched poster, but... What it is is it's uh, a pyramid scheme, and it's and it's labeled the pyramid scheme. Under it, it's America, right? Okay. And what you have is a bunch of people on different levels of America, right? All leading up to the top, and on the bottom you'll have the homeless and like downtrodden and the people that can't get up off the ground. And then the next level you have people like us, uh, blue collar workers and working poor class. Working poor class, exactly. And right above that, you'll have the upper uh, middle class. Well you, have, well, you have like middle class and you have upper middle class. Exactly. Like are- so, so there's going to be levels. And as you get up to the top, it's going to be more like you'll have celebrities. And then above them will be like business people. And then above them will be fucking, you know, world leaders. Well, yeah, world leaders. And then above them will be more business people. And then eventually you'll get to the top and it'll just be like Bezos and fucking uh, Elon Musk Musk and a couple of Space Cowboys. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And the whole idea is on the different levels from the top down all the way to the bottom because there won't be anybody to piss on at that point. Everybody's pissing downwards. There's one level you forgot to mention. What? You know, be below the very bottom? What? Being dead. Yeah, I guess. That would be below the bottom. You're not alive anymore. But on every level down, people are pissing. Or shitting. Uh, Just pissing in general, you know? It's It's, it's an easier thing. There's a a movie called Cell. Yeah, I know the movie movie. Cell with fucking Jennifer Lopez and that horse that's split open while it's alive. No, that's a different one I'm talking about. Maybe. Oh, maybe, it's yeah. The different there's different levels. Of there's different levels of cells of prisoners, and they're all built on top of each other. And they literally... Oh, you're talking about another shit. movie. They eat and shit, and it goes down the different levels, and then, like, it's so high up that by the bottom, they're feral, crazy, like, zombie-like people at the bottom. The idea is that, you know, yeah. through the different levels of our societal structure, there's just people pissing down. Yep. And there's ladders, and there's, and there's things to get up to the next level, but there's like rivers of piss just flowing down them. So it's real hard to get a grip and it's real hard to get up to the next level. And then when you get up to the next level, there's like armed guards, you know? So there's just, I guess what it is is more or less the idea that, you know, in America we want to keep people in their place. We don't want anybody getting up to the next level that doesn't deserve to be there. And we want to have 
everything we want to have on our levels. But, you know, the idea is, is also that there will be, like, people always wanting to get up to the next ones. You know, there's always people fighting to try to get up to the next level. I don't know. Interesting concept. I need to find an artist that can fucking help me render it <laughs> into a real concept. Sounds pretty punk rock. Yeah. I like it. It's the American dream, because you have to be asleep to <laughs> George Carlin. Oh, man, yeah, I heard. You have to be asleep to believe it. Yeah, American dream, you have to be asleep to believe it. Yeah. I love George Carlin. I Shout out George Carlin, man. Ooh. One of the coolest uh, comedians. I would have to say, at least in American comedy, for the last 50 years, one of probably the... If I gotta the take a shot in the mouth to get 500 miles, it's... <laughs> fucking, yeah. It's the rules of the, the road. road. <laughs> yeah. Don't be so suburban. Don't be so suburban. Yeah. <laughs> gay is straight, straight is gay. It's all the same shit. All the same. <laughs> it's evolution. <laughs> oh, here comes one right now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you want to do a movie review since yeah. we're down movies? Yeah, I got one. I watched uh, the new Buzz Lightyear movie recently. It's called Lightyear. It's just called Lightyear. Yeah. So and it's, it's about the character Buzz Lightyear? Yeah, so obviously everybody knows Buzz Lightyear from Toy Story. Yeah. And he was a big character Infinity in that. Infinity and beyond. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I, I forget who plays him in Toy Story, who voiced him. Is it the same I guy? I think it's... I think it's Tim Allen. Something yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah, and, and fucking Woody was Tom Hanks. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. No, Tom, Buzz Lightyear was fucking Tim Allen. I remember when the yeah. first one came out, '95. Yep. To Infinity and Beyond. I remember watching that in the movie theater. I I remember I was five. It was '95. We were the same age. But I remember watching that movie there. It was one of the first movies I ever saw. I remember some people like broke into a fight. Like a fight happened. <laughs> I remember I was young as fuck, but I remember certain things. A fucking like a random ass fist fight broke out. This is, yeah. this is a shitty theater in Sacramento and a fucking fist fight broke out. A kids movie. Yeah, a kids movie, bro. The but, things you remember, but yeah. Yeah. But the movie was pretty good. I liked it. Uh, definitely a kids movie. Um, it, it's based on Buzz Lightyear landing down on this alien planet. And something goes wrong with his fuel cell, basically. And he has to find a way to get another fuel cell that is stable. Um, but the only way to do that is to test different fuels out in uh, space. So he, he goes on this mission after they figure out, you know... Well, in the beginning, there was this whole scene where he crashed on the planet. Like, it was his fault that they couldn't get off. Um, so what ends up happening is he races around the the sun that's nearest to him but every time he races around the sun uh testing out a fuel uh it it goes four years in the future oh shit yeah so time lapses um and and this is one of the parts of the movie where i didn't quite understand but i obviously knew it kind of needed to happen is he kept going back out into space like even though it had only been minutes for him you know, it, it was four years on the planet, so he kept going out in the space until he came to the point where, you know, he had been out there for over 50 years or so. By the, by the surface standards. Yeah, and his best friend and his co-pilot co basically dies of old age. 
Um, and when he comes back the last time, they're like, we're stopping the program. You know, we're not sending anybody out into space anymore. We're going to stay on this planet and we're going to try to make it work. And he was trying to get them off this planet. Yeah, because it's a hostile planet, man. There's just giant vines and, and giant insects that are like constantly trying to kill them. Um, also Vietnam. Well, I'm kidding. I guess. Uh, but what ends up happening is Buzz Lightyear finally finds the the correct uh, fuel cell percentages, and he commandeers a fucking spaceship. He basically steals it, and he has this little companion that's a robotic cat. That's pretty badass. He like has all this knowledge and he shoots darts. Oh, yeah. yeah. And so they shoot off into space. It works, but the, but by the time they come back to the planet, um, it had been overtaken by uh, Buzz Lightyear's nemesis, Zerg. Oh yeah. Yeah, this giant like robot looking dude. It's like the Skeletor. Kind of, kind of. And there's a lot of cool moments in the movie where. He, he says his catchphrases, you know, to infinity and beyond, and he uses his cool little tools like he has the laser uh, thing on his arm. Yeah. But what ends up happening is he runs into his partner's grandchild, and they're all rookies, and he has to, like, take them and train them. And the movie kind of comes together at a point. Spoiler alert. Zerg is uh, Buzz Lightyear from another future. So it's an older version of him that figured out how to, I don't know, it's crazy because they figured out how to not crash on the planet to go back in time, but then to do that, they kill everybody that he's met in the last few years or some shit. So he decides not to do it. I always, I always do this when I'm doing my movie reviews. I'm, I'm trying to remember the whole thing at once. Maybe next time I'll write down cliff notes. That'd be better. <laughs> Yeah, you are rambling quite a bit. You gave me I'm all the shit because I'm stoned at this point, and I'm just like, yeah, Buzz Lightyear. You know, he's doing his thing. He's got his, his gadgets. Pew, pew, you pew, know, stormtroopers show up. Pew, yeah. pew. <laughs> um, it was a good movie, though. Uh, in the end, Buzz Lightyear wins. Sounds cool. Yeah, of course uh, he does. If he didn't win, it'd be a funny turn of that'd events. Be hilarious. Buzz Lightyear's dead. <laughs> That's that'd be a European film. Yeah, that'd yeah. be a Russian comedy the, right there. Like French, everyone, would be a dead. French like uh, artsy film. Where this guy off in the distance is smoking a cigarette. He's oh, like, oh, he has life, no? And the, then he takes a sip of his wine and he drops his cigarette and walks off a dirt road. Yeah. And then it's like, Finn. <laughs> or he's, he's life, And because no? he's French, he turns into a frog and just hops off. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. But out of ten uh, reels of film, I'd give it a good six or seven. It's, it's one of the films you go to with your kid, and they sit down, and they have a great time watching it. And, there you, know, you go. And it kept me entertained. I liked uh, a lot of the little jokes. But I think it's such a cool thing, too. They took a basically a side character from uh, another franchise, and they built like a whole story around him. Like There was the animated series, Buzz Lightyear, and... and uh, the Space Patrol or some shit. Yeah. Like, there was the animated series. They did a bunch with that character afterwards. Like, Woody never had anything other than Toy Story. Like, that was it. He never had another movie, or he never had, you know, a animated series or nothing like that. Only thing Woody could do was suck Andy's dick. Oh, shit. <laughs> you ever suck dick for weed? I did it for Coke. I sent it. I sent it. <laughs> Shout Somebody boo this man. Boo. Shout out half Do you think Shout marijuana out. is an addictive drug? Rest in peace, Bob Saget. I love you, Bob Saget. Yeah. 
Shout out Legion of Skanks. Hell yeah, shout out Legion of Skanks. We're gonna watch an episode when we're done here. Um, so, but yeah, I did like the movie. It's good. Good job. Yeah. So, out of six or seven uh, light years, you gave it, do you say, like seven? Yeah. Okay. Like it wasn't it. bad movie. It's just, I think it's a movie obviously based on uh, based for children, you know? And i am got no problem watching a good Lion King or something, but you definitely realize there's not as much, like, good comedy in children's films. Ready for the next topic? Go. Uh, so, at my job, at the, the saw repair shop, we uh, joked about there's a lot of mice where we're at. And a lot of mice. A lot of mice. And last week, I did stomp on a baby mouse, and I killed it with my yep. boot. And, um, yeah, we... Other than that, we've had a few that get killed by mouse traps, but we honestly just need a cat or an owl because they they literally chew through the walls and they've done shit like they've tried to chew through the fridge. So we have a rat problem because we're also out in the country where we're at, on the western end. There's a giant field next to do us. Do you guys have an exterminator? No, and we need, right, you need to get an exterminator. Yeah, we need to do something about the mice because it's it's ridiculous. So the it only is, thing that you can really do besides because cats will catch mice. They won't too. always kill them. Yeah. And the issue is, is when you have a cat, um, they don't eat the mice usually. Sometimes they'll eat them, but Sometimes. they'll usually just kind of play with them or kill them, and then you just have a bunch of more dead mice yes. lying around, which doesn't solve the problem. Um, we the, actually the owls don't eat that much. Owls don't eat a ton. They they eat at night, but there was. We actually share, I've never told this, but we share a building, half the building we have. We share it with this old man that has a uh, produce outlet where he literally, because we're out in the western edge, we're just minutes from farmland. Uh, he He's like where a lot of the farmers just west of Eugene, Benita and whatnot, they'll bring their stuff straight from the farm, right? And he'll, he'll collect them, but sometimes they'll bring it right to the, where we're at. So, like, he, he's one of those guys that, like, he gets stuff right from the farmers, and then he sells all of his produce yeah. to, to the grocery stores. Yeah, he's a middleman. He's a middleman. Yeah. So, so, so like, I walked in there one day, and there was fucking, like, over 100 bags of just giant 10-pound bags of tomatoes that had come from farms 15 miles west of where we were. Mm-hmm. And then he'll he'll collect them and then sell them to the grocery stores. But there what, used to be a the, cat. What is the... What there is used the, to be a cat right there. You think a cat would really stop it? No. I think... I think I'm going to serve there, but I think at least one cat would be nice. You just want a cat. Cats are kind of cool. I like cats and dogs. I like dogs, Trevor's too. like, I want a cat. I want... I wouldn't mind a dog. Like, I've a dog won't go over a mouse, but I... I Trevor's, mind Trevor's wanting a dog so bad lately. I want a fucking dog. But uh, Trevor's forgetting about all the responsibility. I know. You gotta I've get up, and you gotta feed it, and you gotta walk it every gotta, morning, Chris, and you gotta spend very, time with it. I was very good for my dog. I was very yeah. responsible. I was a good right. dog owner. Alright, me too. I'm a good dog owner. Also, you gotta I, pay for vet, vet bills too. Dogs ain't your, cheap. That's that's the biggest thing. Usually shots to get them set up aren't that cheap. They're a couple hundred bucks. But then you got to look at like medication, flea medication, heartworm yes, medication. Yes, all the you got to look at, you know, What's uh, crazy too is toys. Pe- you got to look the people, at food. Like I've seen guys that are like homeless on the streets that their dogs sometimes aren't the best of health, but a lot of times they take care, they take better care of the dogs than themselves. Like 
I think it's having a companion brand. while you're homeless is really the thing. It is. You it know, is. while you have nobody and nothing to really talk to, having an animal that Helps. that loves you no matter what. That's you yeah, know that's that's, that's why a lot of homeless people don't have cats because <laughs> cats don't give a shit. Yeah. Cats dogs. like I'm out of here, dude. You suck. I'm gonna go to a family with food, and the dog's and like, well, I guess we're best friends now. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't see any homeless people with cats, and I've, I've been homeless, and I've, I've, I've been around camps. And cats I've are seen like, homeless. fuck this, yeah. dude. I have never. So in my are birds. Life. Birds are like, screw this. Yeah. I'm out of here. I got flight powers, dude. <laughs> He's like, get back here. Can you imagine like I'm the local? Lonely. Can you imagine the local parrot? Of the fucking bump cam, like, didn't make any money today, I see. Like, that sort of shit, like, shooting up again, I see. Just just talking shit. Yeah, and just the the, the bump cam parrot that just talks shit to everyone, like, didn't pay child support again, I see. Like, shut up. One of the funniest things uh, at my brother's house when we go over to smoke, when I go over to smoke weed at his house, is he had a bird, an African gray. I think he still has it. Yeah. And that bird, when we'd smoke and start coughing and shit, it would start coughing along. Like, we'd all just be sitting there. Me and my brother would be sitting there smoking. We're not coughing at all. And then all of a sudden, the bird's just like... (coughs) And you're just like, what the hell's going on? And he'll whistle. Hell yeah. Yeah, the bird was hilarious. It was really funny because as you got more stoned, he was just funnier. No, that's yeah. a great thing we had in stone. Yeah, you're just like, what is wrong Anything with this bird? Anything becomes funny. So the joke, so we had a joke about an owl or a cat. So instead of like, obviously owls fly, I think and an cats exterminator run. would be the uh, yes. Exterminator would be the way to go. But let me finish my point, please. My name is Chris. So instead of owls that fly and cats that run, we we joked about having owls that run and cats that fly. It's not evolution, bro. I know, but it'd be crazy. You're going to be a mad scientist in some fucking weird Running owls and flying cats. Yeah, you're going to be doing the Dr. Frankenstein thing where you got a lot of electricity coming from the sky and you're just like vaporizing an owl. It's alive! <laughs> and, and then it's like this owl just walks off and it can't walk quite right. It's just limping. And the cat flies away just meow. All the cats in the cradle with the silver spoon. Little boy blue and the man in the moon. When you're coming home, Dad, I don't know when. But we'll get together then, son. You know we'll have a good time then. You gotta play that song. Shout out. Who did that? Was that Don McLean? Who also did... um, Shout out whoever did... Cast in the crater of Silver Spoon. But anyways. Uh, Neil Young, maybe? I don't know. No. It, no, it wasn't Young. It was one of those seven, 60s, he did, 70s. He did another but, song like that. Oh, oh, no. He did Old Man Take a Look at My Life. Yeah. No. Yes. That was Neil Young. Who did? Maybe. Old Man was Neil Young. Who did? James Taylor, maybe? We'll look it up later. We'll figure it out. Folks, you already know we're just stoned and having a good time. We always love being here with you guys, and sometimes we forget that this is a show. Yeah. <laughs> and sometimes we're just having a good time talking shit. We're bullshitting like we used to do on the porch of our last apartment where, where Chris... And, we haven't talked about it much, but Chris and I, we get off work. We have like our hard physical job. We get off work, and like for three hours... This is back when I was still drinking, man. Those yeah. Those good times. And I was drinking, too. Liquor, too. That was good times. And we would, uh, we, we would, we would literally drink... 
we'd smoke, and we'd hang out on this little tiny porch, we'd play guitar, tell jokes and bullshit. Yeah. Sometimes we'd get in fights. Once in a great while, a lady would come over, and just all kinds of weird shit happened all the time. We had some and that girls, was the, that was the impetus for the by, And we had girls that were just randomly talking to us, because we faced another complex yeah. that had people going yeah, up Yeah, so they had to the deal with us. They had well, to deal with us. they didn't have to deal with us, but they, they definitely did talk to us sometimes. But it'd always be funny, the girls would be like coming down, getting ready to go out for a night, and they'd be like, you guys just hanging out tonight? And we're like, yep, we gotta go to, I gotta go to work in the morning, and he's he's got the day off, but we're tired. And they're like, oh, that's cool. Yeah, like, Usually, they're ju- they're usually just, though, they wouldn't hit on us, they'd usually not hit women on Women don't usually hit on men, it's usually the other way around. Yeah. Women don't want to seem too desperate. But they is. Women be desperate sometimes. They just try to hide it, though. You know where you see desperation in women? Late night, when they've uh, had, like, a bad night on the phone with their boyfriend or something. They're just trying to grab a dick at the bar or something. They're like, what's your name? And you're like, da-da-da-da-da. And you're like, you want to get out of here? And you're like, okay. (laughs) Boyfriend ignores me now. Ah, says I spent too much money. I'm going to go screw some random dude to get back at him. Yeah. Shout out revenge sex or not shout out? Well, I've had it done to me, which is a real fucked up thing. I've also had it done to me I've, fairly recently. So I've yeah. also received sex when a girl was just trying to get back at a guy. And that's pretty good, too. Yep. So it's, yep. it's hard, and, and your moral compass... Well, should, yeah. Your moral compass should point you in the proper direction, but sometimes... Your penis points you in yeah, the other direction. Yeah, dude. Pussy is a weird thing. And especially, I think, as you get older, too, it's less of a motivator. But when you're in your 20s and sure, you're yeah. younger, pussy's like the world to you. You're like, if I'm not getting laid, I'm not doing anything with my life. Yep. Fucking uh, get money, get bitches. That's, that's what we should talk about the last time we got laid. When's the last time you got laid, Trevor? Uh, you're a little over a year ago. Yeah, me, me it was about a year ago, too. Yeah. Yours was a few months. A few months, a little more recent, mine, but yeah, over a year. It was a, cer- it was a certain lady that... There should be studies done on men about, like, how long you start to go without sex and, like, and what it, it does you to crazy. your psyche. Yeah. Hey, fucking Big J. O- Big J. Okerson. When the balls get full, yeah. you get crazy. But when they get you're, emptied, yeah, you're, we, more, we pay you're our, more of the person that your parents make yeah. when your balls are empty. Yeah, like you pay your bills and you're nice and you get along with society, dude. It's a hundred. I don't. I never hear any studies done about that. But we men talk about it all the time. But I have never heard of people like talking a study like what happens when a dude just can't get laid for two years and then like. Here's the he jet. becomes real. He becomes real friendly with pornography. Yeah. Well, well, you know what happens to a lot of Catholic priests is they're not allowed to marry or have sex with women. Guess what happens to a lot of those men? Sexual their balls frustration. Are Sexual frustration. Oh, there happens to be a choir of young boys they right spend there. Spend a ton of time around young young boys. Yes. You know, and eventually. And eventually, it's just like it's similar. Very similar when guys in prison when they don't get pussy for so long. They'll start fucking a dude that looks like yeah. a chick. There'll be eventually there'll be like a hole's a hole, boy yeah. or girl, holes a fucking skin, hole. man. Yeah, that, and, and, that, and that's a fucked up thing to do with, to a human in general. Yes. So because I, for the most part, I think women don't always have the problem of getting sex, 
But I can see if, like, you're not a very attractive girl or, you, you know, you're a bit overweight and stuff. Like, it could be harder. But I, I guarantee you'll have better luck with a pussy than you will a dick. Yeah. Because it, it's, it's, it's weird to find, you know, where that line is between how much sex you need, you know? Because sex can be a drug, man. You, you get fucking enough. It's definitely uh be like Tiger Woods fucking sex addict. <laughs> Tiger Woods is a sex addict. You know when he was lifting weights, when he was tearing through waitresses? Tearing through pussies. Yeah. But yeah, man, there should be uh, some scientific studies done on, on men before and after they get laid. I agree. Because I remember a couple years ago I had this girl that uh, she came over and she blew me. And uh, it, was a, it was a good night. You know, we hung out and shit. But... The girl was just not a girl I wanted to fuck. And I remember her wanting to fuck real bad. And I was like, no, just suck my dick. Um, and so after it was all said and done, she was pissed off that I didn't want to fuck her. Um, and I didn't eat her out. So I was being a selfish person at that time. <laughs> but I remember for the next few days, I just had a shit-eating grin on my face. Because I haven't had to do that. I haven't gotten to do that in a while. Just get my dick sucked and have to do nothing in return. It's nice. It's a pretty funny thing. But yeah, I think your happiness level shoots up when you get laid. It does. Makes you feel sexy. So I guess a lot... We're running low on time, but we We were... We got time. We're going to talk about the evolution of mass shootings. How people are going to learn. The younger mass shooters will learn from the previous ones. Like from... Columbine has been studied by a lot of mass shooters. They've of looked course. at it. Because that was the, the original. First, well, there was one in Springfield, Oregon, actually done the year before. Yeah. But that was the first one that got national attention. Of course. Aurora, Colorado. Yeah. Dan Soder. I lived there, too, for a year. Yeah. In 93. Weird. In Aurora, Colorado, where it happened. But, uh, yeah, it was before and that. it happened on 420. Such a sad thing, man. They did it for the Hitler reasons, not yeah, no. Reasons. But but you think about these kids, man. What if they had just went and smoked some weed about it? Yeah, you know, they probably would have realized it was stupid as hell. Yeah, <laughs> they could have just gone and gotten stoned and went to a convenience store and loaded up on some snacks. But yeah, you're not wrong, and I think that as time goes on, the less we do about gun control. Um, the more school shootings are going to occur. And the people that do them are going to learn from the previous experiences of other people where they fail. They're going to try to succeed. Um, yeah. And all that leads to is people that are better at planning. You know, It's like con- the whole idea of prison being con college. When you have a bunch of like high, especially like you go to max security, we have like more successful criminals. Yeah. With other successful criminals, they're gonna trade ideas. Of course, man. You got a cellmate that made uh, his bones fucking uh, ripping off banks, and then you got a guy who used to make meth in the fucking shed. Yeah. They're gonna trade ideas with each other. Exactly, and and that's what I think a lot of things uh, in the world are, is when you get stuck in a place that you don't want to be. You know, like a lot of these mass shooters and stuff, they get stuck in their own mind. You know, they don't want to be there, but they don't know There's how to like get prison, out of it. It's like prison, but a more mental version. But exactly. Yeah. A lot of them suffer from schizophrenia. A lot of them suffer from depression and anxiety. A lot of them are incels and people that don't have really uh, established social skills. So all these contributing factors 
make for a really uh, sad and toxic person. But people don't want to admit that that's who their son is or who their daughter is. Yeah. You know, it seems to happen a lot more with young males, that they are sexually frustrated, that they are uh, emotionally frustrated, they're physically frustrated. Yeah. Um, and they don't know how to have a proper outlet for the So, feeling. guys, you need to jerk off more? Well, not even that, man, because some of that might be leading to, you know, a lot of rapes uh, are based off of, like, pornography and stuff, too, yeah. man. People that start watching crazy uh, porn, you know, about beating up chicks left and right Spitting and all that stuff. Spitting on them, slapping them, peeing yeah, on them. Yeah, hardcore uh, BDSM and stuff. Uh, people get off on that, and then they try to play it out in real life, you know? Yeah, and if it's not consensual, that's a problem. That's a big issue. But I think that a lot of these kids are going to learn from other shooters how to not get caught and how to be better at, uh, you know, kill counts, basically, getting more bodies per bullet. Yeah, and unfortunately, like, I'm cool with video games, but unfortunately there are a lot of kids that have just, like, done fucking between Halo and fucking Call of Duty too much to the point where they they for, they almost like forget what reality is and they think like oh life is a video game and yeah. it's like no yeah no you can't go out and just do that like it's not how it works well what happens when you have a child <laughs> that has nothing else on their mind but like crazy violence you know and they don't really uh, disassociate that from reality yeah, you know, so I, I do think th- that it's I, I do think that the crazy amount of video games and isolation definitely has contributed to mass shootings. Like a lot of people, they're fine with it, but like you said, the people that are very incel and the people that are already definitely like on the far fringes of society, they're definitely more likely to gravitate that. And yeah, definitely. Like, like you and I, we're old enough. We've done enough shit in life. Like we know the difference, but. A ten-year-old kid in some secluded, you know, uh, neighborhood somewhere, they might not know the difference as well. The kid, uh, Nicholas Cruz, that shot up Lakeland School in Florida, he's going on trial now. Um, it's They finally figured out the jury and stuff. But he was a kid that was just socially awkward. And it's, it's crazy. He kind of looks like you, Trevor. He, uh, he was a kid that was socially awkward and he got bullied a lot. Um, so when you combine that, you know, you're giving motivation to a person that's already unstable and it's not that hard to get a weapon in this country and it's not that hard to improvise something. You know, there was the other one where the brothers that had become extremists for Islam made, uh, bombs at the Boston parade. They had made, uh, uh, the Boston marathon, the Boston marathon. I actually have a Boston marathon story. Yeah. But yeah, go on. But they, they made bombs out of uh, pressure cookers. Yes. You know? Yes, I heard about And they put a that. bunch of shrapnel in them and stuff. That's, and screws and all sorts of shit. That's So if crazy, you really want to hurt people, there's a lot of different ways to do it. And and maybe just getting rid of guns altogether isn't the most, uh, you know, useful option. But there has to be some sort of limitation on when a young person is allowed a weapon like that. You could you, you shouldn't be able to get an assault rifle under twenty one, I don't think. Yeah. Because you're 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 still not developed enough. As a as a man you're not developed enough uh, mentally until you're twenty eight. I think that's when your brain is fully yes. developed. Now if you've done something like the military or like police academy where like you're forced to like really learn about it. 
that might help. But I, I agree. A lot of the statistics say that people that have more access to guns are usually more likely to use them. Makes sense. So, you know, you do have these people that have gone to the military, that have gone to the police academy, and then some of them wash out. Some of them don't, you know, continue with it or, you know. Or some of them decide to just, do you hear about people like, yeah, once they get out of it, once they once they leave and they're frustrated, I've heard, like they, I saw a stock talk about a lot of uh, the white supremacist groups where there's a, a really high ratio between the white supremacists, including the KKK, where a lot of Grand Wizards had been combat veterans. Yeah. And they came back, you know, disillusioned and this and that. And they had the training, and they just gathered a lot of other disillusioned white people. Yeah. A lot of them had, you know, affinity for violence, and they had done done military service. Yeah. And other th- other such things. And they joined. I think when you're exposed to it enough, yeah. you know, when you're exposed to the darkest parts of humanity, you know, like war and famine and fucking yeah. Absolutely. I'll fucking kill everything and I'll salt the earth. Stuff, yeah, you I'll know. salt the earth that will affect you for generations. Exactly. Kind of like some some like Roma Roma war on Carthage shit. I think what ends up happening is the the death and the carnage just become so normalized to you, and that's Which what what kills me about the media right now is they're all focused on this next school shooting. We just got one a couple weeks ago. Uh, a bunch of kids in a fucking classroom, you know? And now we're at one where we have a fucking kid that's 20-something at a 4th of July parade. Yeah. There's a pattern that's been going on for years, and because there's so much money and guns in America, there's not quick or swift action on it. The president... Dude, that's what pissed me off recently, is the president has had, you know, multiple... Ways to step up with gun control, but he hasn't. But he hasn't. He signed this new thing where you know there's more red flag laws, and you know, but there has to be something more that we can do. There has to be a concrete thing. There has to be something where we can stop kids from buying guns. I don't give a shit if you're a fucking young man in the middle of nowhere. You shouldn't be able to hold a gun until you're 21. I think. I think if you have to hunt for survival... If you want to learn how to how to shoot, get yourself an air rifle. Get yourself a high-powered air rifle. You could go old school and just do There's way more yeah. ways to kill things yeah. in nature yes. you, than, you, than a high... Cap- when you're yeah. using a weapon like that, you you're getting need, lazy. You're yeah. getting real lazy. Yeah, you, it's not like you're hunting with a bow, which is... A, or you're hunting with a single-shot rifle. Yeah. You know, when you're hunting with a single shot, you have to reload that shell. Yeah. Or if you have a five-clip magazine. Or if, you know? you, or if you have, like, a single-shot, like, rifle. Like, say, yeah, say you have, like, traditional bolt-action yeah. rifle. You have to obviously reload it. Or even a lever-action, like I have. Uh, or a small magazine, you know? And that's what I mean. You know, these high-capacity magazines and the way that we're able to alter guns just makes it really simple to go into a public place where there's a lot of people and just spray a ton of them. Yeah. You know, that's a problem, and we haven't figured it out, and we're not going to figure it out, because I think deep down in America, we get off on the carnage, and we get off on we the do. crazy deaths, and it gives us more motivation to say we should change things, but it just doesn't happen. The things that we as the people want to change don't happen through our government. No. It, it has to happen at our level yeah, first. Yeah, at a grassroots level. Yep. Yeah. So we need to take all the fucking guns away from people 
And that's the problem, man. Is the second you take all the guns away from people, there's going to be violence with other things. And then, actually, that just happened in New Zealand a few years ago. Yep. Where they took all the guns away. The problem, the, the, the issue of that is the people, the criminals who aren't going to turn it anyway. Because there is crime even in New Zealand. Yep. They All of a sudden, the only people with guns are the organized crime. So, yep. That's and a that's problem. The, that's the scariest part, is what happens when the biggest gun-owning country in the world decides to not own guns anymore. You know, because we are the police of the world. Dude, it's going to throw the gun market like crazy. Like, if we if we, if we we completely outlawed guns and we didn't have a complete civil war, yeah, the stock market, because, I mean, you got to realize, like, it takes... You got to think of things like how much metal... How much of the metal market, you know, is influenced by, like, gun manufacturers? Like, all of a sudden, what would the price of brass be... Or other things, if all of a sudden we weren't using it to, to make shells. But like you know why like America's that. never going to do it, man? Because we like guns. We like them too much. We love guns. I mean... That, we love guns more than we cherish life. Yes. But then we'll say we cherish life with, like, overthrowing Roe versus Wade. Yes. But... Yeah. But if you don't fit our demographic, we're going to shoot you and it's fine. We will fight for your right to say what you want to say. But we won't give right. up our rights to fucking defending ourselves. It, like I don't, I don't understand. I don't know. I understand defending yourself, but pe- there are people that take it to an extreme. With like, whoa, we're gonna just form militias. Da da da. We're gonna do all these other things. We're gonna have all these crazy automatics. People carrying like, I understand that. Like even 50 years ago, talking older people aren't hearing about it. 50 years ago. <coughs> Especially more rural high schools, like, if you showed up to a shotgun and it was in the back of your truck, all you'd have to say is, like, well, I went bird hunting this morning. And sure. football coach would be like, okay, that's fine. But now... What if you're a kid in the south side of Chicago, just trying to live, go to school and do the right shit? Yeah. But there's so much gun violence where you live, it's safer to carry a gun. Yes. Yes. You know, and that's the problem, man, is there's areas in our country that are just so unsafe that you oh, need yeah. protection like to walk Chicago around the shit. corner. Yeah, absolutely. You know, if somebody whips out a pistol on you, you need to be able to fucking whip out and run. Yeah, you just... You know? Yeah, and it might just be literally just going to the grocery store to get some milk, and that shit happens. Yeah, you know, it, and it, it happens more often than not, and that's where I think our problem is, is that getting rid of all the guns won't solve it, and... You know. Unless it's like Britain, where like Britain, all guns are outlawed, but because there's no guns, the knife violence is, crazy. is one of the highest yeah. of any People country. People roll around with machetes and long pant legs. Yeah, and like machetes and just 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 being stabbed to death is a common thing over there. Yeah. So yeah, actually, I I told you I actually spent a summer where I went over to Britain. Yeah. And I I just did like a backpack thing, sure. and I actually was on the bus one time, the subway. And there's a bunch of dudes all with shaved heads, fucking matching outfits, and they surrounded me, and this lady glared at me, leaving, but they were reaching for their pockets, so they, they were about to stab the shit out of me, and yeah. I was just hanging out there. So yeah, stabbings are a thing where, if you don't have guns, yeah, just increase stabbings. We'll always find else. a way to hurt people, exactly. but the, the convenience of, a, of an assault rifle Versus somebody that's trying to kill 23 people with a knife. I don't know. I think I'll take those odds. You know what I mean? 
Yep. All right, folks, we're going to go ahead and wrap up here. We got a little sidetracked on a great subject. We'll have to come back to that one. Yeah. That's a, that's a great subject to kind of touch base on again. But, Trevor, play us out, my man. It's been a good episode, Trevor. Thank you for uh, being here today. This is uh, Gravel Shits and Gorgeous Swords signing off. Hey, everybody. See ya.